This is Healing Through Love. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Healing Through Love. My name is Olivia Luna and I'm just a 32-year-old single woman who has never been in love before. And this podcast is my journey to find a healthy, healing, long-term monogamous relationship. Along the way, I'm going to get to talk to some friends and loved ones as well as experts in the fields of dating, relationships, healing, wellness, and so much more. Today, I have with me the super stylish and incredible Looks by London, London Olin. Incepting his career in 2005, London Olin, known as Looks by London, is an internationally renowned celebrity wardrobe stylist. Hailing from Brooklyn, New York, London's multifaceted expertise ranges as a creative director, personal shopper, and an esteemed influencer. The self-proclaimed fashion general has left his vast imprint in the fashion industry. He has expanded his fashion conglomerate over the duration of 17 plus years. London's fidelity to his craft led him to being identified as one of New York's principal wardrobe stylists and fashion innovators of the millennial generation. London's story is incredible and I can't wait for you guys to here. But before we get into that, just a friendly reminder, if you are loving this podcast, please consider giving a five-star rating and you can also write me a review. It just helps in extending the reach of the podcast. As always, please share, post about us on social media. You can tag us at solidarity underscore media, and you can also head to solidaritymediaproductions.com to continue the conversation. If you are listening to this episode on Spotify, we have some polls and questions at the bottom of each episode that you can also submit some answers to. All right, with that, let's get into our talk today with London. Okay, everyone, very excited. I have with me today London, who is the founder of Looks by London. London, how are you doing today? I'm amazing. How about yourself? I'm great. Again, love your background, love your setup. You're looking super stylish and shining. So we're very excited to hear from you. Um, with all my guests, I kind of just sort of start at the beginning. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, growing up? How were you taught to love? How was I taught to love? Oh, and that's crazy. When you sent me the question, I was like, well, I'm gonna get my mom in trouble for this one. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I grew up in a really structured household. My dad was um, in the military. My mom was like a Black Panther. And then she be, you know, then she became a minister. So just having that like tough background, like our punishment um, sometimes was to read the whole encyclopedia, like stuff like that. Um, and I had to realize now being in therapy and stuff, I had to realize that like that was her form of, you know, love and how she was taught and how my dad, I guess, was taught as well. So I can't blame them too much, um, but I feel like I was I was, I was, was taught tough love, if that makes any sense, you know? Um, but don't get me wrong, I, I definitely, I, I grew up in a big family, so it was big on, you know, like, I love you and, you know, uh, dinners and stuff like that. But as far as like sharing your emotions and stuff, not so much. Um, it's now that I'm building um, a different relationship with my family because I'm trying to get them to open more. Um, I'm the one that's like, everyone needs uh, therapy. Everybody needs, you know, just to talk to somebody and get help. We all need it, you know what I mean, at the end of the day. And some people feel like, definitely in the Black community, uh, when you go to therapy, it's like, you need help. And listen, I need all the help I can get. So if that's the reason like that I'm going to therapy, cool, because you know, there's a lot of crazy people out there. So I just want to make sure I'm sane and that, you know, I'm thinking with the right mind, you know? Absolutely. No, and I love that you're like, uh, you know, campaigning that cause to like break that generational trauma. Be like, I'm going to be the one to like get all y'all in therapy so we can fix this. 
Um, but no, I totally resonate. My, my parents were also uh, in the Air Force. And so similar household, just very structured. Um, where, where, where did the turning point come for you to be this more kind of, it's, you seem like just a very vibrant, like colorful, just like playful, fun kind of person. Where do you think that sort of came out? So I've always been playful. My family has been big on jokes. Um, honestly, like my mom was even, I think one of her jobs before was being a clown. <laughs> oh, um, wow. Like a party clown? Yeah. So even like one of my, I'll never forget, I was like, I got in trouble in high school and like literally for the summer, she made me go to clown camp and that was my punishment. <laughs> but I know how to juggle. <laughs> All right. We got something out of it at least. <laughs> Um, but yeah, did I answer the question? Yeah, yeah, no, that makes that that's beautiful. That makes sense. And I, I actually was a party clown in college too. <laughs> so I don't know if that's just like, I don't know, the route to go. But yeah, um, that's great. And so how did you start Looks by London? Um, also, sorry, because I feel like I had more now that the thought came all the way back. Sorry. And I also feel like, you know, also being in that family that told told jokes and stuff, I went through um theater. I was before anything, I was in theater. So I think that showed me how to be a part of my emotions. But being a Black man and growing up in this community has taught me how not to share my emotions. So I had to like break those, you know what I mean? I had to be like, I would go to acting class and I'd be like, oh, you guys want me to cry. But then when I leave here, I can't cry. You know what I mean? Like it was very much that. So I had to find a medium as a man now. Um, and I think I still do every day. Like how do I, you know, still be who I am and have the little tough skin that you kind of have to have in New York, but still be kind and still have patience and still, you know, you know, look out for people and just have those little conversations when you know somebody just needs to talk. You know what I mean? Mm, absolutely. And I appreciate you like speaking to that as well. Like the, the sort of stigmas that kind of get put on, you know, particularly black men about like expressing emotion, um, seeking help, right? Like asking support, like sharing a side of you that is innate in everybody. Like everybody has a, you know, a range of different emotions and feelings. It's not like one type of person is more emotional than, than the other. We all have access to it. But when we have so many things around us sort of telling us, don't do that, boys don't cry, man up, all of these things, um, you can internalize that. And then you, you don't, you don't, you don't engage in these emotions that are, that are still there and are still going to impact you whether you like it or not. So we got to learn to like really be able to express ourselves. Was there any, yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's crazy that you said boys don't cry because I mentioned that I was in theater. One of the plays, one of the scenes that I was in was called like boys don't cry. And literally I haven't realized until like I got a little older what that scene was about. Like I was just acting because I was in high school, you know, it was fun. But now as, an, as a man, like it really like dawned on me, like some of the things we were saying, it was like, you know, it was just talking about, you know, like being just tight and just always having to not, you know, look over your shoulder and having to, you know, play football and boys don't, you know, boys don't paint and boys don't be creative and boys are not in fashion. It was very much that, all the things that I feel like I am, you know what I mean? So it's crazy. I had to like look in the mirror, I guess, and just love me, I feel like. And I think that's, where the change came from, honestly, it wasn't until I started to love all sides of who I am. And I feel like sometimes we don't, you know, we push those creative sides or we push those, you know, any, you know, anything that we wanted to do sometimes in the background because we have like a family or a nine to five or, you know, some other things, so. Absolutely. I love that you were able to kind of be that voice for yourself too, which is like super important just for everybody to just kind of cultivate that for themselves. 
Um, but was there anybody that like maybe in your community or family who kind of gave you that space or that ability or that place to like be your full self? Um, it was definitely my theater theater company growing up. Um, and so sort of my mom as well. Like my mom was a big, she is my biggest cheerleader sometimes. I don't want to say sometimes, but I feel like the only reason I'm 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 real, I'm a realist. So I can't, I, I'm being honest when I say sometimes I feel like she wasn't always a fan of my career choice. You know what I mean? Like I feel like she didn't think that, you know, a stylist maybe would have taken me where I have taken my career to this point. Um, so I don't know, but I feel like um I don't know. I was, it just made me go somewhere else and I don't want to go there right now. But um, I just feel like, you know, she definitely let me be myself. Definitely the theater company. Um, I'm just trying to think. Sometimes I would say my, my, uh, my friends as well. But even my friends, like when I started fashion, it was like a joke. It was like, all right, when are you going to stop doing this fashion stuff? When are you going to stop? You know what I mean? So I don't know. It wasn't until, I guess... My, I don't know. It's really, a, that's a hard question to ask. Yeah, I feel like those no. are the two. I'm going to give you those two, yeah. No worries. No, that's great. And yeah, I, I as I get into like stepping into more of like who I am and what I want and, and accepting all sides of me, you realize like, you realize really quickly who's not, who needs to not be in your circle anymore, right? Like who's not going to be down with everything that I am, like maybe you need to like, you know, rearrange or, re, you know, rethink these friendships and everything. So um, I feel you on that. And it's, it's, it's struggle. It's part of the like journey of healing is like having to cut those ties, but it's very, you just feel so much freer and you just feel so much happier when you, when you are able to find the people that are there and are in your corner. Um, so then fashion. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about like how, what inspired you to like get into that? Were you always kind of into fashion? Yeah. I think I always had the, like the taste for it and just didn't know how to make it like a, a career for him in the beginning. Cause like I said, I was in theater. Um, and then from theater, I went to like costume designing. From costume designing, I went to uh, women's wear. Um, from women's wear, I went into just designing for all, all ages and sexes. And then I took a break uh, because, why did I take a break? Oh, I had a bad breakup in my twenties. You know, when you're in twenties, you think it's like the worst. So I didn't want to do anything with fashion uh until i had to like i was getting bored of the nine to five jobs and i was like oh am i gonna quit another nine to five job you know what i mean like am i gonna keep going through the same cycle of like oh i don't want to be here and let me quit oh, i don't want to be here so it was like i had to take a leap of faith and just be like all right let's see if the styling thing because i know i still wanted to do fashion but i didn't want to get into designing again just not yet um so then i started styling and that kind of took off um not right away, but like when it did, it just like, like my first major client was like a reality star. And then from there, it just kept going to like bigger stars, A-list celebrities, um, red carpets, movies, things like that. You know what I mean? Lovely. Uh, that's, that's so exciting. Congratulations. Um, I, I mean, that's to be able to, again, once you, you know what you want to do and like what makes you feel, you know, your best and happiest, like that's when sort of the universe or whatever, like kind of aligns to just like make everything happen so it can really take off. So that's exciting that it was able to, you know, go in that um, such wonderful success for you and a continued success, I hope. Um, yes. Can you share a little bit about, you know, like maybe even some tips or anything about like feeling confident in how we dress? Because um, for me, like, 
fashion to to be honest like fashion wasn't like a big thing for me and for a very long time I was very much function focused and like um just kind of in my job like I'm very active I have to kind of like move and lift things and stuff and so like I just want something that I can move in but then like I wouldn't feel confident I wouldn't feel like sexy or or anything and it wasn't until um, you know, Savage Fenty kind of got on the rise and like I started, you know, buying lingerie and like all these nice fitted like things that I was like, wow, actually this matters. Like this, <laughs> this does something for me. Um, so yeah, like any tips on just like feeling more confident, you know, through fashion, through style. I think the biggest thing that I tell my clients, don't follow anybody else's trend. Honestly, like you kind of have to find your own lane just like in this career world you have to find your own lane it's just like in fashion you have to find that own lane because if you're not you're gonna feel uncomfortable you're like oh rihanna wore this let me try to do it you're not rihanna you're not rihanna shape it's not gonna fit you the same way you know what i mean so like you have to find those things but what i will say is you can wear anything but you have to get it tailored to your body and i think that's where people go wrong like you can't just pick up what rihanna has on you might can buy the same items but you might have to tailor it to your body to make it look different because we all are different shapes and sizes you know what i mean um and then also it's gonna sound as corny but it's just true you gotta love yourself because then you're not gonna feel comfortable in anything honestly like realistically it is true it's like the more you love yourself you can literally walk outside like honestly i used to be that person i was like i'll never wear sweats outside i always want to look you know because i grew up in that that era of like you always got to look presentable make sure your undershirt is clean like that type of you know uh growing up so i feel like now as an adult i feel like now it's like no i could wear anything and still be who i am and still feel you know com confident and feel sexy and it's it's crazy i don't want to make it a race conversation, but it's even like when I wear a hoodie and a room full of suits, you know what I mean? It's like before I would feel uncomfortable because it's like, oh, they're looking at me. They must think I'm something else. So da -da -da -da. And it's just like, no, but if I'm in this room with you guys, clearly we're on the same page. <laughs> clearly we're on the same level in some sort of way. So it doesn't matter what I have on. You know what I mean? It's kind of like my church, wear whatever you want. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Come as you are. <laughs> I love that. Like that should be the talk. Like come as you are. That's beautiful. And that's a great point too of like, yeah, finding your vibe, like your style, it doesn't need to, I mean, obviously trends and, and I guess history sort of impacts us and informs us in certain various ways, but like mix it up and like try new things and find new colors and patterns and prints or whatever, like that is speaks to you as opposed to just, you know, social media and like its impact on, you know, us culturally. Do you find that like, like, what are your views on just, you know, you, you have a very big social media presence, which is exciting. Um, but do you find like there's like dangers to that? Or what are the pros or cons that you sort of weigh and as you try to find your authentic self within fashion, um, how social media is like impacting that at all? Um, it impacts my mental a lot during the pandemic. I realized I had to like reset my my my, my thought process Definitely, because I was getting sucked in. And this social media world will get you sucked in, will get you in this dark hole. You'll be depressed because it, it's it's to show the best out of you. Honestly, that's what social media is for. It's not to show the bad stuff. It's not to show, you know, you, you know, you're in the hospital. It's really not. It's to show the good things. And 
that sucks in human, you know, in human form because not everything is is perfect and not everything is happy and not everything is, you know, a flight and a beach. You know what I mean? So it's like while you're home in your normal apartment um, and then you're watching somebody else who's not even on your same level as far as, you know, financials or anything. And you're like, oh, I should be there. You know what I mean? So I had to reset and tell myself, you know, what I was in it for and also just have to you know, do those confirmations to yourself of like, you know, you are great, you are good, you know what I mean? Sometimes I take a week or two off of social media because it will get to your mindset and it can, you know, it can go left. Like I was definitely in depression during the pandemic. So I had to work on that as well because it was crazy. It was just like, ah, I don't know what to do. And, but this person seems like they know what to do. And it's like, no, it's just social media. You know what I mean? It's, it's the best part to you, I guess. So once you realize that, um, and then you focus on just you, like, it's really like one of those things you really have to like block out the haters, block out social media, block out like everything. Now it's like, a, it's loads of things that we have to do, but it's all meant to, I think before it was like, it was a lot of things being thrown at us physical, you know, all of it. But now it's, I feel like because of social media world, everything is social media, like your job, you know what I mean? Like they're finding you on social media. Your next relationship is on social media. Like everything is social media. Like this conversation, so you know, like everything. So it's just like, you kind of got to get with it, but you kind of have to find your own way of getting with it because you will get lost in it. And mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a sad world once you get sucked into it, honestly. That's true. Feel free to take a break, everybody. Like if you need a break, do it, reset, recharge. Um, I feel you on that. Um, so London, and it also sounds like you have like a lot of entrepreneurial kind of endeavors happening. Can you tell us a little bit more about like what you're working on, any upcoming projects we could look out for? Um, I'm working on a lot this year, just cause this focus for me this year, once I got out of the hole that I was in was like, it's now your time. Like it's, it's time for everything that you ever wanted to do. Um, so I'm just trying to push myself as far as um, being in the front line. Like I, most of my work is in behind the scenes. You never see the stylist, you never see the creative directors. So now being, uh, getting back into acting, getting into directing again, getting into writing and, and singing and music and all those aspects of arts um, and designing again. And I'm just touching all the things I said I wanted to do. Cause I just feel like, you know, I don't want to be 40 or 50. And then I'm like, oh, let me get in the studio sit down grandpa you know what i mean like relax <laughs> so and not to say you can't but i, I i'm just not going to do it um so i just want to you know i want to touch all those bases that i've ever wanted to touch and see what else is out there for london because for so long i stayed in this lane also because of the people around me saying you know just you're good at styling so just stay there you know what i mean and that's great and all, but if you have more size than you, why can't you show it all? You know what I mean? So Absolutely. I feel like there's a lot in store for Looks by London. Um, I just want to not say no anymore. Get out of my way, get out of my fears and just, just go and, you know, see what's new for London. So I can't even tell you guys just because I just want you to stay tuned. Um, I'm big on not putting it out there and just letting it, you know, do what it do, what it's supposed to. So just stay tuned. There's a lot of creative things in store uh, definitely coming up for me for sure. That's exciting. I feel like we're, we, we've had a similar journey because like I went to school for theater and like, you know, came to do that at the beginning, but then sort of pivoted and wanted to get behind the camera to learn like producing and like all of these other facets that were important to me. And then now like here I am like in front of the camera, you know? So yeah, you, you go through that journey of just discovering, like we said, all the facets of what you want and who you are. And 
I, I'm so glad that like you didn't let those those folks who were trying to keep you in that one box. Like I'm glad you were able to sort of break free um, because now like you you take your whole life to the next level. And I really feel like this is the year, y'all. Like this is this is London's year. This is Olivia's year. Like this is our year to really, I don't know, blossom, grow elevate you know <laughs> like just really take it up a notch so we will mm-hmm. definitely be following you um real quick last question that i always ask my guests how do you feel like you heal through love mm. i know when, when i read that i was like Ugh, that's good, that's good. <laughs> i'm gonna have to unpack a lot in therapy after this conversation <laughs> you definitely had me thinking a lot i'm gonna definitely be honest um tell me the question one more time how do i how do you heal through love? I think how do I heal through love is by giving myself grace. Mm. Um, and what I mean by that, it's like, you know, I'm not always going to get it right. Um, and I've learned that definitely in my past that I was definitely, because I taught, like I said, I was taught to to love hard you know what I mean so that's how I loved my friends until like I realized that that's not you know the relationship that I want you know what I mean like um and I lost a lot of people because of that because I was very tough and very you're just gonna get it you you gotta you know whatever I say you just gotta love me for who I am yeah no sometimes you have to work on that um now I think now is definitely about um like I said, grace, giving myself, you know, time to just sit in the happiness and also celebrating big wins. I mean, small wins, not just the big ones. You know what I mean? I'm learning how to do that because before I would just be like, oh, you know, um, let me think of something. Oh, I just did my first, you know, creative directing um, show for New York Fashion Week. That's something major. But in my head, the creative side of me would just be like, oh, that's not major. It's okay, go to the next thing. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, no, let's take a pause. Let's have a moment of like, you did your thing. Let's be happy for yourself. Let's have those moments of love. Let's really take it in. Um, Cause I feel like as men, sometimes we're like, no, don't love me. No, don't don't give me that. And it's like, stop lying. You know, you want to love, you know, you want some love. You know what I mean? Everybody loves a hug. Everybody loves, you know what I mean? So it's just like, if you want to front, like, you know, you're so tough. Like, I, I don't know, I can't, I can't. So I just feel like, you know, definitely have to, you have to give yourself the opportunity to love and give you opportunity, yeah, yourself the opportunity also to mess up, you know what I mean? Cause you know, yeah. life is not perfect. Men, give men their flowers, give yourself your flowers. And yes, celebrating those wins has like been the hardest thing for me to practice um, just in the past like year or so. Like, looking Same. back on my life i'm like oh i've i've actually done a lot like i've i've succeeded i'm i'm not like i'm not dead you know i'm not like totally in the gutter like at the bottom like i'm i'm actually doing it and i'm i'm you know maybe not where i want to be yet but like i'm making strides and when we take the time to stop to really look at that and celebrate that like it it refuels us in a lot of ways so we can keep going if we're just like grind 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 and we're not like appreciating or just like celebrating what we're doing then what is it all for you guys like let's take the time to really give ourselves um you know like you said that you know what i started to realize as well Mm -hmm. while doing that before which i knew i had to change it was like there would be crazy moments that the normal person would be like, this is crazy. And meanwhile, I'm over here like, uh, uh, something else. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, no, like, are you kidding me? Like, nah, like take a moment. This is really dope. Like you're literally standing next to, like, I think I did, um, 
an event at the Empire State Building. Like, that's major. You get what I'm saying? Like, those are things. But because I'm like, oh, it wasn't my show. And oh, it wasn't. You get in your head and you're like, no, we can't do that this year. We cannot anymore. No. For sure. No. <laughs> Celebrate it all. Congratulations, London. Like, that sounds like you've had such an exciting year. And I, I can't even imagine, like, what next year is going to bring you. Um, where can folks find you? How can we keep up with you? Everything is looks by London and not London with two O's. That's London with a U and an E. Um, looks by London on all social media platforms. My website looks by London. My email looks by London. I'm big. I'm big on branding, so everything is looks by London. If, they, if you ever want to reach out, just looks by London, and you'll find me. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll be sure to like put all of your information in the show notes as well so people can go and check out London. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. I really just loved hearing your story. And yeah, I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Healing Through Love. If you head to the show notes of this episode, you can find links where you can follow today's guests. Also, be sure to follow the podcast. Get notified so you don't miss out on, on some of the incredible talks that I have coming up. And if you love this episode, share about it on social media. Tag at Solidarity underscore media. Reach out, DM me, let me know how you're loving these episodes. And I can't wait to update you guys very soon on my journey. All right, talk to you later. 